Well, hello, I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewall. And, and this, this is Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly about being married to each other and the industry. Hello. Hello. My sleepy, sleepy darling. Oh, so sleepy. So sleepy. So sleepy. How well, are you? How are you feeling? Sleepy. My back is a lot better. Um, good. Since our last pod, his I, back went out. I threw up my mid back. Yeah. And I'm better now. That was no fun. No, it was not. I take him to the chiropractor. Twice. Twice. And maybe a third time this Friday. We'll do it to be safe. Probably. We will. <laughs> I'm being informed I'm going. You're going. You made oh. an appointment. Tell okay. that story. Oh, of what? <laughs> so he comes out of his chiropractor appointment, gets in the car, and I said, so was it the copay or the full amount and when's your, follow- your follow-up appointment? And he was like, what? What? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean, what? <laughs> you can take it from there. So... Um, I've never scheduled a follow-up appointment for any medical thing ever because I've never had a medical thing that required a follow-up as an adult that I'm aware (laughs) of. Um, so (laughs) I walked out. I also normally pay the copay when I get to places because the only times I've paid copays that I can think of recently are at an urgent care or... And they do that up front. They do that up front or at Cedars with you in LA. And that's typically up front too, yeah. So... Um, uh, I was just all out of sorts as being the patient and needing to set up a follow-up appointment. He goes, I didn't, I didn't pay, nor did I set up a follow-up. And I went, what? Go, go back inside right now. And he was like, well, I've already walked out of the building. <laughs> I was like, oh, but we're already so far away. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. So he called and paid over the phone and set up a follow-up. Yeah. So when I took him yesterday, he comes out and I went, when's your follow-up? Well, and did no, you before, no, before, before you I went, went in, in said, just make sure went, remind me. <laughs> To pay and schedule well, a follow-up. I was aware of it. So I tell my dad this, or I tell my parents this, and my dad goes, what do you mean he didn't do a follow-up? He didn't make the follow-up. Oh, well, he's never done it before. He goes, he's 34 years old. I went, yeah. And I took it. It's a cool testament of like, he's never needed it. As a real cut, like, he's not an adult. Like, he can't handle that. No. Oh, my gosh. That's not what he meant at all. Oh, okay. No, 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 I was no, like, no, no, no. Hey, no. I'm not sickly. <laughs> Well, neither are we. We just had a lot more follow-up appointments than well. We you. we also found out we also found out that one of the reasons why your childhood healthcare was so extraordinary is because your doctors got yeah. a deal with your dad. No, that was an amazing thing to it find really out. Cool. Yeah, because dad Very took generous. care of them and they took care of him. It yeah. was a really cool. But they really were family. Our pediatricians growing up were were family, yeah. and it's it was it was nice to kind of find out that little tidbit of dad was helping them so much professionally, and so they yeah. they helped us. So well, how are just, how great. are you doing? I feel like this um, has been a, you stepped up immensely to help cover for my back and everything, but yeah. how this week's been really trying for you emotionally. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I don't even know if I can wrap my head around the okay. exact reasonings, but yes, no, it's been um, a challenging week. I, with you, with you down and out for four or five days, yes, you know, it went back to, but wait, before COVID, it was me with Lila most of the day, yeah. all day anyway, but Having you and getting used to that dynamic of being able to truly co-parent during the day, during this move, during this transition, during this weird time, to then have you in the house but not being you being able to do anything, As it I'm was laying like laying down on you the floor. Poor thing, you were laying <laughs> on the floor, and Lila, Lila would go, "Daddy hurt, Daddy hurt, Daddy sad, Daddy yeah. sad, Daddy sleep, Daddy, Daddy sleep. sleep, shh, Daddy sleeping." It was very very cute. Um, but it was, it was, it was emotional. Um, I'm just tired. I just feel very burned Okay. Out. Well, then let's get through this little you update know. on our lives as soon as we can and get you to bed. <laughs> well, we're far away from sleeping because tomorrow, uh, Jason's back throwing out is kind of the, the final straw event. of us needing to get a, a better bed mm-hmm. in here, yes. a bigger bed um, that has more support yes. so that you... And and I, m- myself as well, can, you know, try to get some better rest. So we just ran back over to the storage unit, which let me tell you, at night... Is much sketchier. Is kind of can scary. Can you tell them what you did <laughs> in the storage unit while I was in the restroom? <laughs> so Jason goes to the bathroom and I'm on a hunt. It has rained how many times since we arrived here? We so cannot many. find Lila's raincoat. Mm, nope. And we know the last place it was was in the hall closet on the main level of our townhouse. So we were looking for that box specifically while we were there tonight, as well as other things, because we get to bring 
our own bedding, which I actually think tomorrow night once we're snuggled in our own bedding, not our bed, we're actually going to be using my grandparents' bed, um, but our bedding. An unused bed owned by your grandparents. Well, the mattress is unused. Yes. It's their... Their frame. Bed frame and nightstand. I I just Um, think it's important to clarify, mattress is unused. But the mattress, that their mattress is, there's a king-size unused mattress and we are going to use it, which is going to be lovely. Yes. But we're going to put our bedding on it and I just think that's going to... Put a level of I know it's all material, but I feel like it's going to put a level of comfort and just like it's going to feel a little more like it. home as opposed to Brady was like so guess. cute today. We went down because in the back basement downstairs we had the bulk of our bedding in trash bags from we we had put it in Jason's car for the one move. big very heavy trash bag. Oh, it was one big very heavy yes. trash bag. <laughs> wow, one really big heavy trash bag. And so he brought the comforter up so we could air it out. And Brady got so excited because he recognized the comforter. He recognized the smell and he like dove on it. Mm-hmm. And we it were trying to fold cute. it up and we burritoed him and it was really, really Very cute. cute. Uh, but at the storage unit, we're looking for all these things, just trying to figure out where the different pieces of the bed, the frame, you know, we have someone coming to move it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to know where things were because, I mean, there's no way to fully describe the state of the storage unit unless you are in it. The amount of stuff that is in there... That is also not ours. That's not ours. No, no, no. There's a lot of other stuff in here that's not ours. But then ours is also a huge section of it. Um, It's alarming and kind of like, oh, like trying to walk in between things is hard. So we were trying to figure out where things were so when the movers are there tomorrow, we can say we're taking these six things. While we were there... We're searching for Lila's raincoat and her little winter coat, which we clearly don't need right now, but it's in the same box. Jason goes to the bathroom, and I'm trying to look through things. And I climb over. I was kind of doing like ninja. Not going to lie. I was kind of doing my own theme music as I was doing it. Of course you were. Like that. Dun, 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 dun. You know, I was jumping over things. <laughs> and Which, by the way, she totally could have just walked to where she went, ended up. No, no, no. No, I couldn't. No, I couldn't. No, I couldn't because I, you shifted all the boxes that were folded up on the bed frame over to where I had been walking through on that side. Okay. Yeah, there's room to walk through on the other side. Well, I was on <laughs> the front side of the coffee table where the things are piled up. So I hopped over and it was fun. Uh, so I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I see a box that I was like, oh, I don't recognize that one. Maybe it's in there. I open it up. Not there. I walk away trying to find something else, and I come back, and I see, oh, a box I don't know, and I reach for it, and then I see an arm appear. And I was like, <gasps> and I realized that there was a mirror. One of our mirrors, uh, the three-way mirrors on top of one of the dressers, was on the floor directly next to the box that I had just gone into. So the box that I saw that I thought was new was the reflection, and I saw my own arm. But when you're alone at 10 o'clock at night in a giant storage unit and you suddenly see an arm appear, I gasped, I leapt back, and then just started laughing. Like, I just full-on started laughing. At least you got (laughs) laughing quick enough that you didn't have, like, a panic attack. No panic attack, no but there was, like, a, oh, my God, what is that? It was my own hand. <laughs> <laughs> but then right behind there on the bottom shelf of the bookcase that, that we, couldn't, we, we couldn't get. And we couldn't get out, so we had to tear it open on the side. Guys, this whole thing, we're two months in now. It's been an ordeal. It just, the unsettled factor as far, you know, when we're at the house, we're really getting into a groove. But when we go back to the storage unit, it kind of brings it all back as far as the reality of what our state of not living because we're very lucky with where we are, but in our adult lives, are seeing your entire life in boxes. We're just in such flux. It's such, it's challenging. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, because I I think to a certain degree, we're very, very privileged. Not to a certain degree. We're very, very privileged. So as a result of that, um, and as a result of being like very at peace and content in that privilege, we don't realize like how good we had it until it was all, Tossed upside down. Correct. And then we're like, oh my God, I'm complaining about something that a lot of people have Which is what I keep saying. It's like, oh, we have it so much better than so many people, but then we still get overwhelmed and frustrated. It's still what's going on with you, you know? It doesn't make... Well, and you. No, I I meant you as like the queens you, the queens we, like saying like, it's what's going going on. It's what's going on. And not to not minimize it because it's what you're experiencing. Yeah. So that doesn't mean that it's not hard. It doesn't mean that somebody else isn't going through something harder but that's relative. So, Truth. Anyway. Truth. 
But um, on a little Lila update, sweet girl, she's singing the alphabet and doing all these amazing things. She can count to almost count to ten in Spanish. D- she can. Talking up a storm. I mean, these sentences that are truly coming out and st- is rem- and, and varied and st- sentence and structure. structure. Very sen- varied sentence structures. Yeah, is really and I impressive. mean pronouns, adverbs. I mean, this just adjectives and adjectives. It's using, using them unbelievable. It's what's t- coming out terrifying. of her the last couple of weeks? Terrifying. And then today. Little lady went pee pee in the potty. Welcome to parental moment. Um, is, is that the jingle for parental moment? <laughs> it was really, really sweet. Yeah, I, I wish I'd been there, but at the same time, I was helping to cook dinner. Well, so. she's been sitting on it for you know a while because she was she's been curious, but she's never done it. And when I had taken her off, she got very upset. I was trying to get her in the tub, and she was screaming, and I wanted to go back on. And she did. And I just told her how proud I was. I called Jason immediately. I went, come in here and get I her thought a something kiss. terrible had happened. <laughs> so what's wrong? You're calling me. Like, You're no, in the bathroom. No, Come in and give her a kiss. And she was so proud of herself. And it was adorable. And so I said to Jason, you know, she may not do this again for another month. No, it's it, it's at her own pace. She's, and she, she's about, she's and she 26 might, months yeah. old. And she might be in diapers to a certain degree for the next three years. So like, you know, like the, the nighttime, okay. nighttime training is totally different than daytime training. Or in the next two weeks, all of a sudden she's going to train herself. The last two mornings when I go to change her diapers, she squirms and wiggles and says, no diapy, no diapy. So there is a chance. Also like the books, the books that we're reading are I all know, very she's influential. All very she's the, always soaking it the up. potty books and she mm. is asking all these questions and it's it's just very sweet. And it makes you go, she's growing up. And it's it's amazing. It really is amazing. Yeah, we're proud of her. We're really proud of her. Okay, so I did my homework from last week. Yes. I reached out to my soap opera contacts. And? And I asked them, all right, how are you guys back on set? Because mm-hmm. we're trying to figure this out. What are you guys doing? So I will read you what Mark Teschner from General Hospital okay. told me. Does he know he's being quoted on a podcast? I told him. Oh, okay. Hi, Mark. Um, so basically, they're following strict approved protocols. Of course. So there is constant COVID testing for the cast, crew, and staff, which, I mean, I just saw on Facebook the other day, my friend's daughter is on a big set right now, mm-hmm. and at the hotel room, they're being swabbed. So I, it's good to know that people are being yeah. tested, obviously. Um, actors are wearing masks during rehearsals up until the moment they're filming the scene. Wow. Which, I mean... For sound, I can imagine that can be interesting. Um, and for makeup, too, and then touching up. A friend of ours who's also a makeup oh. artist was talking about how you're That's they're in world. the makeup chair, and then they have to tell you when to take the mask off to do that part of your face, but then that part has to be doubly touched up. So, it, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Um, also, they are social distancing very, very intensely, both on set and in the green room, and they're not doing any intimate scenes, no intimacy scenes at all. So I'm really curious about that because in the world of soap operas, how do you get away with not doing any kind of intimacy It's got to be like a lot of implied music cues and cut to And then cutting. Well, and a a, a, a married uh, married to Hollywood alum, um, Maria de Domenico, she's on uh, Young and the Restless, so I was actually going to wonder if you'd reach out to her. I did not reach out to her. I reached out out to to Greg... Yeah. who uh, also is in casting on YNR, uh, and he said similar things. He's not on the set. Um, he couldn't give too much because of um, press and things yeah, the way of you know, YNR is, but uh, very similar to what's going on at General Hospital as far as social distancing. Oh, we should reach out to yeah. her and get what her... If she's back on set, right? I don't know if yeah. her character is back don't right she, now. With she all is. This. She is. She was posting on the on the socials that oh, she's back. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, we'll reach out to her and and we'll have a little more update with you guys about that next week. But um, thank you, Mark Teschner, yeah. for for talking to me about it. I um, hope everybody at General Hospital stays safe. I know and mo- most of you know this, but I I was lucky enough to spend eleven and a half years on General Hospital. Wow. Um, as the the waitress at Kelly's, the perky little, little cute flirty, waitress, flirty cute little perky waitress at Kelly's, it was the first I like to say legit job that I booked <laughs> in Los Angeles. My first you know real job on yeah. a studio, and uh, you know twenty two year old me lot, yeah. didn't know that Disney owned ABC at the time. I didn't know that, and so when my first paycheck arrived and Mickey Mouse was on it, 
I, I know, you, I know cool. you guys have heard me say that before. I was like, what's Nikki doing on my check? Um, but it's well, a time I really look back by, fondly, fondly on. By the end of this next like decade, I'm sure Disney will own everything. Own everything. And Mickey will be on every check. It's true. But no, General Hospital does own a, a, a very special piece of my heart. And, and, and I got you on for a few episodes. Yeah. And then and when I mom. was... And your mother for her 60th birthday. Which, by the way, mom, I'm glad, I'm glad you're home. Glad we're we're going to go well. into that oh, in just a minute. Oh, pardon me. Yes. Pardon no, for sure. Glad but you're healthy. Yes. Um, but then it was really special where when I was super preggers... I got to come back and be super preggers, and be super preggers on the show yeah. uh, in a in a we class, like Lamaze class, in a Lamaze class, because two of the main Fo-Lamaze. characters were, Fo-Lamaze? you know, both Flo-Maze. pregnant on the show, not in life, <laughs> but in the show. And there was this whole thing, so we got to come together and and do that, and that, that was, was really special. That was two years ago. This last May already. Wow! Because Lila just turned two, so I haven't been on that set in two years. After eleven and a half years of doing it. How does it feel? Really weird. Okay. Really strange. It was such a consistent. The only thing I've done thing. it done that consistently over the course of the last ten years is class. That's the only thing yeah. I've done that consistently, which is still going strong despite the distance and being across the country. And being across the country, <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully you know one day I'll return to either this set or another set in that arena. But soaps, soaps hold a special place in my heart. Of course, they really do. So uh, thank you. Thank you, Mark. And thank you, Greg. And let's talk to Maria for sure yeah. next week. Get her from the actor's side. What, what it feels like. like yeah. How does it, set, does it affect your back. preparation at all? Yeah. I love that. I realize this isn't like a clean segue, but your mom. Yeah. Whoa. This was another thing that was going on this well, week. Well, I mean, let's let's bits be, resp- I mean, I know my mom shares some things on socials, but let's just be respectful of whatever information she wants to keep. Not necessarily blown out this direction, but I mean, she's pretty public. But at the same time, she is. I just want to say, like, we had a little bit of health scare. It's a serious we health had, scare. Oh, we had a serious health scare. She was in the hospital. She's fine um, now. She she's got home, home yesterday on my dad's seventy fifth birthday. It's crazy. Happy Three quarters birthday, of a century. Arthur. Amazing. Um, we love you, pops and Zadie. And Lila gave out a really sweet message. So yes. it was the greatest birthday present that Rose got to go home yes. on his birthday. But it was. Um, it a was really interesting five days while Jason's back was out. This is part of what was so exhausting yeah. and so trying this last week. We were trying to figure out how we can help them from being over here and during COVID. Yeah. So it was just kind of a twofold, what do we do? Yeah. A trifold even. What what do we do? Um, well, I mean, the reality of it is, is I would have gotten into a car and driven across the country. With your back thrown out? Like, I mean, that was part of the thing of your, you were lying you on the am, floor. But I can't you couldn't go even on a sit at the table. But you can't go on a eat. flight and then be helpful. No, I know. So, so I would have had were, to drive. There were, no, I, that I understand, but you physically would not have been able to drive. Eh, I would have been fine. No. I would just would have been, go in, get a Incorrect. Corti- just go get a cortisone shot Factually and go. Factually incorrect. But we were making plans of, all right, well, do I go with you? Can my parents really handle Lila on their own for a week or two? Not do I stay yet. here? How are we <laughs> going to do this? Do I mean, it was, it was, it was really it was, intense. Yeah. But luckily, she's okay. And the antibiotic is going to help everything. Thankfully. Don't, I don't like luckily. Thankfully, she's okay. I think, and luckily. But thankfully. It was, oof. And we just love you. And we're so, we're so. Yeah, we're so glad you're home. So glad you're home and you're safe. Moving on to our other homework. keep on going go on through your checklist what did you think so jason and i sat down we're just going to talk the intro this week and then we'll go into the first week the first week's work next week but we started listening together to the artist way like we talked about last week after i had listened to it once what was your initial um Response, response, or thoughts, uh, or I opinions. think it. I think it's ab- so far absolutely brilliant, absolutely spot on. Oh my god! I wish I wish you'd listened to this years and years and years <laughs> ago. It is in a lot of ways. So far, it seems like a lot of how I relate my personal philosophy and my personal um, connection to my creativity. Mm-hmm. I relate to everything she's saying. I think that, and it's the person who's voicing it also authored it, right? I believe so, yes. Okay. It it connects to me in a very visceral and spiritual way. I understand what she's saying. Uh, I literally wanted to scream and shout at you during it, like, oh, my God, this is what I've been telling you for so long. <laughs> oh, my, I'm just so glad you're hearing it finally and hearing it in a way that you can receive it. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm excited for what 
I'm excited for the journey the artist way is going to push us on to. For the next 12 weeks, yeah, we're really going to... Well, well, hopefully, not just the next well, 12 no, weeks. No, hopefully, continue, it creates habits but, that we're I mean, able to carry here, forward. But, I mean, on here, we're going to talk about yeah. the different assignments and moving forward and what we think about the different chapters and lessons yeah. and, and all of those And I think things. for anybody who's uh, a creator at any stage of their life um, or at any stage of creativity, I think The Artist's Way is a great, a great way to frame how you think about being artistic and creative. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I can't. I can't express to you how into it I am at the very, very beginning. Really? Yeah. That would, that, and that really does make me happy because I honestly wasn't sure how you were going to yeah. uh, and react we, to We were it. talking about this a little bit earlier, but what, what did you expect from me? I wasn't entirely sure. Not that I thought you were going to necessarily roll your eyes at it, though deep down I think I did did possibly think that you were going to roll your eyes at it. Now, is that because you were rolling your eyes at it a little bit and projecting that onto me? Not possibly. (laughs) So the intro, one thing that got me about the intro was, as you're saying, oh my gosh, it's what I've been trying to tell you forever. It's the things that I've always told my students, yet I've never been able to fully, not never, recently, in the (laughs) run that I've been in, recently haven't been able to... (laughs) Jason's looking at me funny. My phone just fell out of my hand. That was that clunk you just heard. I don't hide anything, baby. If that's what happens, I'm going to voice it. I I know, but you just, you had your phone in your hand, you're doing whatever you're doing with your phone, and then you just gesture with your phone and it flops out of your hand, not like like you're on a hot mic. (laughs) It just slipped right out. It just slipped out. We're live, people. I know. This is is live, guys. Um, But in the rut that I've been in before leaving Los Angeles and now, just to hear it from someone else, but connect in a way because it's what I've always said, Mm-hmm. But haven't is that whole like not being able to take your own mirror sometimes, but for you, not that I didn't. It's hard to express. You just find the words. I feel judged by you a lot. Yeah. And so I thought you were going to judge this. Okay, so I apologize that you feel judged by me. I'm never ever trying to judge you in a way that makes you feel less than. If I'm ever giving you critique or judgment, it's because I know that you're more than what you're doing. That's all it is ever. That's all it comes. It doesn't come from a place that I know better. It doesn't come from a place that I am better or can do better. No. As an artist, you have to be your best at all times. Even if you're not at your best, you have to be focused toward your best and be doing your best work even when you're in a rut. And I think that... My expectation of you is somebody that I view to be not only a better actor than me, but more talented than me in many, many different categories. I have always expressed this to you, that I think you hold yourself back because you're not self-affirming enough. One of the things that we always joke about and we always kind of like quibble about is I say, I love you. And she goes, I love you I too. Love you too. And then I say, no, I want you to look in the mirror and say that you love yourself. And, and I go, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, I don't like this. Stop. I do love myself, though. It's just I feel awkward in that you You, you associate way. you associate some kind of negativity with that type of self-confidence, I would say, from my, from my own point of view. That doesn't make me right. It's my own point of view. And I think one of the coolest things about all of the really, really accomplished artists is not only are they humble, but they're also incredibly, incredibly self-confident. Yeah. And in order to have both of those things happening at the same time, you have to know that you live in love. True. And you and, and not only in that, and what makes you humble is that you also live in gratitude. So you're living you're living in this world of abundance, love, and gratitude. Mm. And that gives you the places to be self-critical, to hear self-critical voices, have them come in one ear and let them go out the other ear. Because yeah. you know that they're not necessarily coming from a place to harm. They're coming from a place to help. And even if they are coming from a place to harm, they're only going to help you, I think. Yeah. Because if somebody's really trying to hurt you, they're just trying to hurt themselves. I mean, hurt people hurt people. So if somebody's really trying to take you down, it's self-reflective. Um, or jealousy, which is also self-reflective because they want what you have and they covet it. That's just, that's my two cents on all of that. And I I think that your, I think that your journey from this book, I think that it's, you're going to be both blown away and upset with yourself all at the same time. All at the same time. Because I think you're just going to go, man, 
that Why didn't I implement I this stuff earlier? I think that was my initial Remember I said, oh my God, I'm reading this and I am connecting in a way where it's just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I'm just, I'm curious, but it's just one of those things of sometimes when there's a fad or like the newest Was this thing, a fad? Oh yeah. Oh, my, Last is, it, is year, it weird that I missed that? I, I think you purposely did or you scoffed at it when this first happened. I think this is why I was nervous to approach you oh. about it. I'm remembering something where you were like, oh my gosh, and you rolled your eyes. It, could it be the people that presented to us? That is completely <laughs> possible. That is totally possible. Um, but but I, so I was like, oh, well, okay, now I'm curious, but I know you had this initial like uh, about it, so I wasn't sure how you were going to react to it. I think that's I'm kind down. of where it's stum- stemming from now that I'm thinking it through. Yeah, um, but I am very curious to do it with you. Yeah. And I know there's this one part in particular in the intro was talking about you can do it individually or with a group of people, but even when you do it with a group of people, there are certain parts where you have to do it alone. So I think it's really going to be really interesting mm-hmm. what parts we're able to do together versus... Well, I think the parts that... I think accountability is the together part more than anything else. I'm sure there's other things, but I think yeah, being yeah, accountable and... But staying accountable for sure. is I think that's a huge component of it because I think this is the type of thing where you can give it lip service but still not do it and still... Pr- yeah. And still... But see, like, this is one of those things that I think happens to a lot of artists is they're like, I'm doing this thing. I'm in a class. I'm reading this book. I'm fantastic because I'm doing these things. And it's like, well, is it changing you? And are you engaging I was going to say, it? it's not about being like, I'm fantastic. Although you make a good point. A lot of people do that. Yeah. A lot of people... And that's not what it's about. No. I mean, you should be proud of yourself and, and love you yourself be, for sure. You should be proud of yourself there's a fine line. for starting. This is what it is. What? And you and I have talked about this before. What? There's a fine line between confidence... Fine, fine line. There's a fine, fine line. I need a puppet now. Between a lover and a... Puppet. Confidence and cockiness? Yes. Yes. Confidence and being just an, a complete jerk, egotistical. Also, you know. ego, not always a bad word. Sometimes ego is just a thing. <laughs> yeah. But as a whole, especially with our being industry, egotistical, having an ego and being egotistical but it's is also, not but also like the having, greatest thing. Having an ego, acknowledging your ego, mm-hmm. and then acknowledging that your ego was bruised as opposed to somebody actually did something wrong. No, you just took it too personally. Or like, yeah. there's like, there's so many things that I think, um, much like, Selfish when I tell people if I'm working on something with somebody and I tell them, no, 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 that you need to be more selfish in this moment. Like if I'm talking about a scene or something like that, people associate this negative thing with selfish. It's like, understand, as dark and morose as it is to say in macabre, it's we are all born alone, unless you're a twin, but even then, you still come out on your own. <laughs> <laughs> and we all die alone, unless, you know, it's certain. Well, we're going at the same time. Yeah, no, you, we have a suicide pact. It is not a suicide <laughs> pact. It's like the notebook. We're just going to hold each other and say, mm-hmm. I love you, and just drift off together when my, we're really, really old. <laughs> my point is, though, is that <laughs> it, in, in work as an artist, the work that you're doing, it can't be for anybody but yourself. Yeah. And also, in a scene, mm-hmm. the character's motivations can't be about anybody but themselves because at the end of the day, that character, even if they're animated or they're a talking bear on a spaceship, <laughs> Chewbacca, <laughs> um, y- the end of the day, the audience is human beings. So you have to connect your humanity. And humanity is inherently self-serving because it's who we are. That just sounds so negative. It can be, or it can be really affirming. Yeah. Because you can say, I can see my journey in their journey. And by communicating and by really speaking from your heart and speaking from your your true inner artist and connecting to that divine thing, like they're saying in the artist's way, you're connecting to a divinity in everyone else, regardless yeah. if you believe in God yeah. or not, like the spirituality of it. I did love that. So when it mentioned the whole thing about God, and this is all in the intro, guys, um, and it, it's mentioned with God, I have a very interesting... You have a complicated relationship with God. Yes. I'm, I am Jewish, but I always say I'm a cultural, traditional Jew. Jason is much more of a religious Jew. I've always had this thing of, I know there's something, I, I, that's, he just started laughing. I'm, I'm blank, I'm, you know. I get defensive when she says I'm much more of a religious you are. Jew. No, I'm much more of an observant Jew. I am also very cultural. <laughs> no, 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 
you are. You're cultural and traditional too. Um, but the religious aspect as far as God, I've always believed there is something, but I don't know what that is. And then when my, my aunt passed away, uh, my dad's baby sister, who Lila's middle name is for, Carol, you know, she was the third female rabbi ever ordained, ever. And I, the way she got sick and passed, uh, it just, it hit me in a way where it made me question everything. It was just like, if, if he, that, you know, God is there, why would God leave and let that happen? Not that anyone deserves it, not that, but it was like, why her of all people? And I just got very, um, well, it's I had always questioned it and there's always been a thing there. So anytime it's like God this and God that, I think it's so beautiful and I admire But part the of people. you rolls your eyes. It's not a roll of the eye. It's more of just like a, really? But it's not a roll of the eye and it's not judgment. It's just this thing of, I can't connect in that way. Hmm. And I, I want to understand because I think it's so beautiful when someone believes so deeply. I just don't get it. Yeah, well, so uh, whenever something's about God this, God that, rolling the eye is the wrong way of saying it, but there's a little bit of like a... You give, us, you give it a little side eye. There's, I, guess, I guess it's so. A side eye. so. I think there's a, really lot, of, on that a and lot of anger you have to unpack there. I'm learning there's anger in me I didn't really know was there. You and have this so, whole move are you kidding has really me? brought one it of, all out. One of the things that made me fall in love with you was when <laughs> System of a Down came on the radio and you were like, no, 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 I like this song. I, like I was like, song, like who it. are you? <laughs> It's true. I was a very happy, happy teenager who loved angry music. Yeah, you want to know why? Because you're angry. <laughs> I was ang- I'm not an angry person, though, but the last few months I've been feeling very, very angry. It's okay. Anyway, the whole point is when she first mentioned God and that she's going to reference God, she really did say how you can replace that with whatever you need to make it connect to you. She goes, I'm going to say God, but yeah. you can take it and interpret it any way you want. I kind of went, okay, you. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's listen to this a little bit. You're making yourself accessible let's to people see, who don't necessarily is. believe in God right. the way that you do. The way huh. you do. And it's not that I don't. It's just it's not that I do. But I'm in this weird gray line area. No, it's called agnosticism. No, but I'm not. But I'm not. Well, what do you mean? This could not? be a whole tangent that we're you, about. We might want to okay. save this for another time. You believe that there is something. You don't know what it is. Yeah. That's literally the definition of agnosticism. That's that. I'm going to look this up while you pull up whatever's what on your I phone. What am I thinking of? Atheist. Oh, 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 my bad. Sorry. Yep. Nope. I'm definitely not an atheist. <laughs> That's what I thought you were saying. <laughs> Guys, we're tired. Okay. Well, he's pulling this up because now I'm curious. Are you into Dancing with the Stars at all? Um, no. Okay. Neither am I. However, every now and then it's fun to throw one on, especially when it's nearing the finale and just kind of see because it's turned into this huge spectacle Every single year. And Kelly Monaco, who plays Sam on General Hospital, won the very first season of Dancing with the Stars before it was this huge thing it is now. The budget was so much smaller. No one was really watching the way that they do now. It's just, it's so neat that Sam, or not Sam, that Kelly really started it. Um, Also, security always used to think that I was her. And until I took my sunglasses off, they'd be like, oh, hey, Amelia. That happened so many times. Um, Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly Monaco. But to see her start it and what it's built into, I think I really admire. They just announced and we, the season 29 And there cast. are two favorites of ours who are in the cast. And we're like, okay, I might have to watch. <sighs> this we'll is how they see. get us. This if is this how is how they get us, us I'm well, done. Well, first of all, the current hosts have exited after all of these years. And Tyra Banks is hosting this year. I'm not sure why Aaron Andrews, I didn't read the whole thing as to why she left and why Tom, why he left exactly. Um, I'm not the biggest Tyra Banks fan. Is that weird? You know, I'm not either. Okay. Um, I don't mind her. Does that make me a bad person? I don't, I don't mind her. Um, she was stunning as a Victoria's Secret model. And she was great on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, and she's had her moments. But yeah, I'm not, I don't, I don't dislike her, but I'm not like, oh my god, Tyra Banks. She is, however, she is one of those people that are electric and magnetic. So... On camera. On camera, yeah. <laughs> so have you met her in person? The way you just A said that. A number of times. Okay, I'm like, you just, the way you're looking at me right now. I, it's the kind of thing where it's like, do I spell tea? Do I keep this to self? This is the good, the bad, and the ugly, man. I would say... Tyra Banks, um, for those of you that don't know that listen to this podcast, and this is not me casting anything or saying she is one way or another way, but 
as a white person working in retail, helping tire banks was very, very easy. When my coworkers of varying pigmentation would try to help her, it was very difficult for them. Really? And I don't know what that I is. It could have just been the day that. that they helped her I was versus say, the day that I helped her. But it was the kind of thing where when I was like, oh, that's funny. They're like, no, it's every time. And I was like, really? So really? I don't know. Everybody comes from their own thing and they got their own issues. And they, Interesting. I'm absolutely not making any claims. To quote Lila, I got a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> I would just, yeah, that's my, my thing about my. Wow. And, and in particular, a few of my coworkers, I'm like, if you treat that one lady bad, you're dead to me. So mm. <laughs> that kind of thing where it's just kind of like, oh, that's a shame. Oh, interesting. Well, I'm so curious to see how she's going to take on hosting. I think I think she's going to do a great job. She, I mean, she really is a, a great host. Uh, but the cast is uh, entertaining. So... There are many, many, we don't have to read all of them, but the ones that really stood out to me were Nev Shulman from Catfish. Yes. He's on there. Um, I know you got excited for Charles Oakley. You kind of went, ooh. Oh, I mean, yeah. Charles Oakley has had a crazy last few years. Yeah. He got kicked out of Madison Square Garden. A like, whole, I'm really curious as to... I hope to God he doesn't end up getting in a choking or punching fit with one of the judges or another dancer. Like, these are things that Charles Oakley could do. Okay, but it's social distancing. I'm also very curious oh, how they're going to do this. It's a social distancing yeah, well, show? It's, well, it has to be. No, it doesn't. I mean, the dance partners, they're going to have to dance together, but the way it normally goes, like... Oh, no, 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 I'm no, no, so no. curious they're how they're going to do this. They're just going to say, COVID, darn you, we're going to do what we you want. You think? I think it's one reason I'm curious about watching. Um, Nelly... Is on yeah, this and it year. was weird. The photo they used was um, was that on ABC. It's well, E News, but I think e it's the ABC release. E News, the the jersey he's wearing, yeah, that is a Giants slash Ravens jersey from when the Giants and the Ravens played in the Super Bowl in two thousand, two thousand one. Was he part of the halftime show? Is he that what was this the is? halftime show? That's from the halftime show. Wow. Well, they threw it back. It's a great picture. Um, Jesse Metcalf. Okay. Okay, I'm remind remind me of this okay. at the end. We'll okay. come back to Jesse Metcalf okay. later. Um, there are a couple others that really stood out. I'm, I'm, no, I'm saving those for the last. Oh, for the okay, end. you gotta. I am. I am. I'm just thinking. You're uh, Caitlin, Caitlin Bristow, um, I, from Bachelor, Bachelor Nation. I'm not a Bachelor person. Anne Hayes. Anne Hayes. AJ McLean from Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys. I mean, it's a really, really interesting yeah. cast. However. The, the are, two, the, two the biggest, reasons why I think we're going to be watching this show. The two biggest stars of our quarantine <laughs> experience who are on this show are Chrishell, please. Okay, okay, go for Chrishell Staus is going to be on Dancing with the Stars this year. As you know, we've been geeking out a little bit on Selling Sunset and going into this whole real estate endeavor ourselves. Um, but we love Selling Sunset and we were really um, invested in the way that season Ooh, three... Ooh, that's a solid pun. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> that was an accidental pun. I'm just going to pat myself on the shoulder there. And uh, on her divorce and how it played out to Justin yeah. Hartley and all of that. So she's on there, which we're excited about. But and then all you cool <laughs> cats and kittens. Cool cats and kittens. Get Carol excited. Carol Baskin. Mother flipping Baskin. <laughs> Mother flipping. Good job, babe. Carol Baskin is going to be on Dancing with the I Stars I can't imagine how upset Joe Exotic is when he finds that out. That she's I on. kind of want there to be, I want that to be videotaped or at least recorded when somebody Live tells from him. from prison? Just because I feel like he's going to blow his top. I, I, uh, we might have to watch just because of I can't imagine she moves well. I don't, well, she's a cool cat and kitten. Yeah, maybe she, you know, moves like a. She's uh, slinky like a maybe like a big cat. Maybe like one of those poor. We will see big cats in captivity. Yeah, um, and then Anne Hage, which you mentioned, but it's just it's such an interesting list. Yes, uh, Vernon that, Davis. He should. He'll probably do pretty well. He's yeah, no, there, there were a couple the other couple other people I didn't mention, but those were the ones who really really stood out to Can't me. Can't believe we just talked about Dancing with Stars in this. Well, you know, it's part of it. Starts Monday, it's September fourteenth at eight p.m. on ABC. And I am very curious as to how they're going to do this during COVID. And did you also but show me the cast that is the, like insane? The Dwayne Johnson's family is dealing with a really gnarly case of coronavirus. Yes, Jeez. I haven't read the article yet. Oh, that yeah. just popped up. They're recovering uh, yeah. from a horrible bout. So we'll 
we'll read that yeah. too because I just want to make sure they're okay. But what I was going to say before when I hit Jesse Metcalf, um, and again, this is not a diss to Dancing with the Stars. I think you guys are great and what you've built is wonderful. ABC, adore you. It's fine. But Dancing yes. with the Stars, it used to be kind of the thing of if you're at a certain tier, you don't do it. And if you're coming up, it's like a big break for you. Yeah. Is truly how it used to be. Now it's kind of a combination. Like Jesse Metcalf was on the rise to be like this prime, prime mm-hmm. actor. Um, especially uh, when he was doing the, the rom-com threads and, and all of these really fun, <laughs> silly movies. I'm really enjoying the fact that Amelia's searching for things while her sleep at, sleep-deprived <laughs> brain is trying to just pluck these words out of the ether. I love you. Love um, you too. But then he really landed on the Hallmark Channel. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I have two friends who no. have become like Hallmark Channel stars. Nothing I think that's great. But there is a stigma in Hollywood of, okay, now you're one of those actors. Well, what's interesting is I think that that's the stigma that used to be the difference between... John oh, Tucker must die. That's what I was trying to pull out of the ether a minute ago. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'm here. No, after John Tucker must die with Britney Snow, and it, he he yeah. was like primed to explode, and then mm-hmm. he did Desperate Housewives, and he did a couple mm-hmm. other shows. And how then, long was he on Desperate Housewives for? I'm not entirely sure. I feel like it was a while. It was a while. So I mean, that's it a was good a long while. run on a pretty popular show, right? So that's what I'm saying. He was primed to then explode <laughs> and have, and move up to have a move up to the film? ranks. Yes, but that's the thing is that. I think while that was happening, the transition was beginning yeah. between the film world and the television world yeah. being commingled in a way that it hadn't that previously, it hadn't previously been. been. Because previously, if you were a television actor... There were, was television stars and movie stars. Well, And then there was also, you were doing comedy or you were doing drama, drama. or you were yeah. a commercial actor. Yeah. Then, also, you were, unless you were an a-A-A-A-A-list, mm-hmm. you only did comedy or drama films. Right. And within those, you got pitched, uh, pigeonholed into a niche. Absolutely. And That's that, the way it used I to be. I think probably to, th- I think once Friends petered out in 2004, mm-hmm. I think that that was the beginning of the end of that because you had these super, super iconic television stars right. who all now wanted to do film. And a few of them did on their hiatuses between friends, mm-hmm. but then they all really wanted to branch out. And and I think that that kind of, that transition of very powerful television people, um, whether they, um, now I'm searching for names, um, <laughs> but like Martin, Martin Lawrence, like yeah. he's this iconic comedian, has this iconic television show, yeah. and then he's going to go do film. Right. And, he, and he has, I mean, Bad Boys is amazing to me. Yeah. But he has like kind of a meandering film career other than that, but it's very, like an amazing film career, mm-hmm. but he never achieved that huge, huge level of consistent stardom, yeah. but Will Smith did. But Will Smith did. And he started from TV. Like, right. it's, it's interesting. It is interesting to see how, where it goes and, I think and how it's changing. Desperate Housewives, I think, falls into the category of really, really famous people can do that and be treated like they're doing quality films. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like TV's, and more so growing over the last five years, especially the last two Two to three, I think that TV is really the silver screen has really taken over as the, the qu- dominant the quality media. of, the, especially when you bring on or, originals from Amazon Prime and Netflix. And, yeah. I mean, just these these series as well as the big networks. Oh, but I mean, the we, quality. Okay, do yourselves a favor. Never watch the movie Last Christmas. <laughs> we we were curious about it. Oh my! Goodness. We love all the actors in it. Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't work. It's got Khaleesi. It just didn't work. It's got two people from Crazy it Rich Asians. Just it's got Emma Thompson. Work. I know. I know. It just didn't work. And it had moments. Oh, you know, it had moments. It and had Hen- moments. And, uh, Henry Golding, right? Yeah. He's Love him. the charmingest man He's that ever so charmed charming. anything. Oh, the my God. He's like, charmed anything. No, Henry Golding. He's like, he's like, send you that on a bumper he's sticker. He's like not smarmy, but more no. masculine Hugh Grant. You said that that he reminded you of Hugh Grant. He does. He that reminds, I didn't see. He, as a guy, he reminds me of Hugh Grant so yeah. much because as a guy, I can go, 
that guy is really attractive. I'm okay with a leading lady being cool with him. Yeah. And I'm also not threatened by him. But Hugh Grant, I found a little smarmy. That's fair. Hugh Grant, I was always kind of like, what you doing? Like, a, <laughs> where, where, which is kind of appropriate for his Except for the little life. hip drop. Little, oh, yeah, a little, little hip bounce. drop and a little bounce yeah, and little Love Actually bounce. is amazing. But it's my, <laughs> my point is, is I think that Henry Golding will have a transcendent career. He's going to be, the no, he's here for the long haul. Yeah, yeah. I just think as long as he's... Has been fantastic. As long as he gets the opportunity to really just play the leading man mm-hmm. and not be, like, pigeonholed due to the fact that he's of Asian heritage, like, I think he's... I mean, if he wants to play characters that are just written specifically to Asian, great, cool. None of my business. I, I'm a white guy. I can't make comments on that. <laughs> All I'm saying is that he should be given every opportunity. Every opportunity. Because I think there's a lot of white actors mm-hmm. that have his similar stats. Oh, yeah. That he's a better actor than. And oh, yeah. I hope he's looked at seriously because he's so gosh darn cute. He's so... He's so <laughs> He, he just fist pumped that. He is so gosh darn cute. Yeah. And he just, he's so charming. He's endearing. And he, yeah, I'm, and, a, I'm a big fan. Amelia, I mean, I like Amelia liked Clark? Him. And Amelia Clark. God, she was. She was a, I mean, she's a adorable. adorable. She awful. I just, I don't think that was her fault. Oh, uh, the writing was not particularly good. That's, that's, that's right. That's okay. So to. Don't think that was her to fault. To go back but, a few but, steps. But like to you her. just said, Henry made it work. Yeah. Every single word, every single line you were hanging on. Yeah. And not that Amelia Clark was bad. I, I love Amelia Clark. I think she's great. But it just, this, this didn't, this just didn't It wasn't, didn't do her justice. It just didn't work. My, my thing about that movie, it was a B, C level script by the time. What the, the version that we saw shot was a C level right, script. Right, we don't know how it started. Um, it's like six movies in one and they couldn't pick which plot mattered the most. So yeah. they just kept on giving very minimal service to each. No, but I kind of, it, we turned it into a game. We did kind of like where it was like, oh, now it's this movie. Oh, now it's that it was movie. An, oh, it was a, now we're into this movie. It was movie. a refugee okay. immigrant story during Brexit. During Brexit. Awkward. That's also, that's also, those are two different stories, but okay, that's two <laughs> stories. I love how animated you're getting about this. It's a rom-com around yeah. the holidays, so it's a rom-com holiday rom-com movie. That holiday. can be one. That, that, that can, be, can one. be one. Okay. It's a woman dealing with alcoholism. Yeah. Due to a trans a heart plant. So that's now we're up to five movies. And can we do spoilers? Okay, spoiler alert, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. He's an angel. And or he's a ghost because the heart transplant hits his it's heart. It's his heart. So her romantic. So all of a sudden we're into. All of her romantic things are actually her just being a little crazy. Right. And then also shoehorned into the movie, her sister is lesbian. Right. And because they're from a refugee family mm-hmm. from the former Yugoslavia, there's a little like cultural are we cool with uh, Although I didn't mind that, I liked no, that they I had her. No, I didn't mind that at all. That added that added, it a, nice added little, a nice color. That nice little flavor to the film. Yeah. But it was kind of like th- there was like a thing between the two characters, Amelia Clark and her sister, that it was like, uh, we're. I mean, we clearly know she just outed you, but right is this right. something we should have been invested in, no. other than just being decent people and not thinking it's appropriate to out somebody in front of and your family? And then it totally ends with like the big famous scene from Love Actually, basically it ends in a concert. With, like it ends with a concert, <laughs> but it ends with the opening number of the show. It does. It ends with the opening number of a show, as opposed to Love Actually, which, which ends the with the finale. Which is the finale. <laughs> it was just. It was just. It didn't. It didn't work. It didn't fit together. It just didn't. work. It was a bunch of. It was a bunch of like B plus parts assembled in a poor, poor fashion. But again, we love all the actors, and they all. Delivered. No, I mean, well, they all, Henry, Henry they all delivered. worked. They were all there. And Emma, Emma Thompson delivered. Yeah, but I've was, never, I've never known Emma Thompson to not deliver. She, she was that, amazing. Oh my gosh, she was heartbreaking. Yeah, she was fantastic. Again, not she in was that. Fantastic. That movie should not have a role where you're like, oh, where you're breaking like that. I know, a I know. Refugee, I know. Trying to just be a mother, taking care of her kids, while her husband's out <laughs> driving all night because he can't get a job as an attorney. Because when he, like, oh my god, what's what story are we telling? Jason is very passionate about. This. I think I just woke back up. <laughs> I saw that. You woke up. Well, good, because we have a lot of work to do. No, I know. <laughs> we should get to that. Well, we kind of went all over the place on this one, but... Oh, I think we do that a lot. We do. 
<laughs> but I love talking to you. Love talking to you too. All right, so homework for next week. We are going to do lesson one. Lesson one of, of the, the artist's artist way, way, and we will report that back. To Maria did, and to we'll reach out to Maria just because. Um, Dina Dominico. Dina Dominico. Um, to see what her experience is on life back on set yeah. right now. Um, or I'll or reach out to a few of my friends who are currently on Hallmark films that I know are currently yeah. shooting and see if, if they're able to, they may not be able to legally, but we'll see if they can give any yeah. tidbits or, or knowledge and just kind of report back because uh, we're just so curious how the different well, productions and, and networks are going back and how they're following protocol. And until there's a vaccine, when the Anthony Gilardi acting studio goes back to live classes, they're going to adhere to the SAG set rules. At a Boy. When they go back to class. Good. So there's going to be an absolute max cap of students in class, wow. allowed in class. And then during scenes, mm-hmm. when they're getting notes, all of it is going to be SAG rules. So like you're going to be masked up in between takes. It's going to be... So are they going to... Was this part of the binder he was talking about the other night? Yeah, it was part of like the reintroduction of everything. So it's it still going to all be online or done in a way where people can from home watch if you can only have 10 people in class? So people, like how are they going to do that? So the only people that are going to be allowed in class are the people putting up working. work that night. Right. And then if you um, don't feel comfortable yet coming back to class, the online option will always be available. Wow. Way to go, Anthony. Yeah, he's pretty amazing. I think that is fantastic. The community that has come up around Anthony and that he's supported is amazing. Yeah. I'll praise the man to the day that I die. I know. I I love him. Um, But yeah, it's amazing. He's a good one. He's a good one. He's a good one. I love that. His COO is not bad either. I know. (laughs) I I know. All right, we sadly do have lots of work to do so yeah. that we can get a king-size bed in tomorrow and get a really nice So I can sleep really far away from you tomorrow night. Yay! No, we'll still, we'll still cuddle. No. We'll snuggle. Go away. We'll snuggle. Go away. You know what? We'll probably snuggle more once we're in the king-size bed than we have been in the queen. Yeah, because like, there's so much space. Where are you? We'll be like, where did you go? And Brady will be so happy. Yes, he will. Brady will be so he happy. He got kicked him in the head so hard last night on accident. That's <laughs> so bad. you did. He was oh like, what my happened? god. He, he was at my feet but had moved over and Jason got in and just oh just poor got him. Got the poor little guy. The poor little guy. Let's go snuggle him and get okay. our work done. Okay. Good. I love you, baby. Love you too. And thank you all for tuning in. Like you say, babe. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewall. And, and this, this has, has been Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Mom, I'm glad you're healthy. Happy birthday, Dad. Happy birthday. And also Black Lives Matter. Register to vote. Yes, vote. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Stay home. Stay healthy. We love you. Thank you for listening. Bye.